Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Podcast Playground! Hooray! I'm Buzz Knight, the host of the Taking a Walk podcast, music history on foot. If you want to keep up with Taking a Walk episodes, or if you want to suggest a guest or be a guest, go to takingawalk.com subscribe to our newsletter, or leave us a comment. We also appreciate, if you like this podcast, please follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review or share this with a friend. Today we have a treat. We're virtual because this is how we're going to get this member of rock royalty. And we're so excited. We couldn't miss this opportunity to speak with Brian Johnson, the lead singer of ACDC. Brian is the legendary frontman, and he's the author of the new book, The Lives of Brian. And I'm honored to have him on Taking a Walk. Hello, everybody. Hello, Brian. Brian. Is that Bud? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm so happy to have rock royalty here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Steady, boy. <laughs> oh, Brian, yep. thanks for being on the Taking a Walk podcast. It's a tremendous honor. Oh, honestly, it's my pleasure, me son. Anytime. So, congratulations on the lives of Brian. I want to talk about that, but I wanted to ask you, Take me inside that moment when you're you're on stage, the lights go down in the stadium, the music begins, the band starts breaking into rock or bust or thunderstruck or whatever the opener is. 
What does that moment feel like from your perspective when it's happening? Okay. Well, first of all, it's never boring. Um, it's never you never get used to it, Buzz. It's uh, you. Every nerve is ready to go. You, you look along your side there, and there's Angus uh, just whacking away on his guitar and moving, and me, you know, I'm limbering up, getting ready. I mean, we go on just like, you know, just when you see football players before they go on the pitch, you know, they're jumping around and moving because, you know, the minute you're going to get on there, you're not going to get a break for two and a half hours. It isn't any ballads. So, you know, and then you hear the crowd, and then when you do get on, I'm up got to say this, the DC audiences really lift you. I mean, actually lift you and just give you strength that you just didn't think was there, you know? And off you go. And that's it. That's the end of that. You know, there's no turning back. And it's, oh. I think, it's, I think you, what you've got to do is now, I've said it to a few of the singers when, when I ask what I do, I said, what you, I said, before you go on stage to sing, you fix bayonets. It's as simple as that. You fix a bayonet to your voice and just charge. Otherwise, you know, it, there's nothing. It's just, it's just regular or average. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating time, Buzz. Oh, I love it. One of the listeners to our podcast, a guy named Dennis from uh, Tennessee outside of Nashville, he asked me to ask you this question. He said, how do you feel when you see young and old generations jamming their ass off to ACDC. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, there's not many bands I can have that. And, and every day I'll get somebody saying, here, there's a photograph of my grandson, and he's two, and he's got an ACDC song, and he's dancing away to some tune or other. And it's just, it makes you feel so good because, you know, some of these tunes are 40-odd years old, and to to not sound dated, to actually sound like that just, you know, as new as the, the world all those years ago, it's a pretty good feeling inside, you know? Oh, it's the soundtrack of our lives, man. My God. So in the book, you talk about the influence of Little Richard. Talk about yeah. the first time you heard a Little Richard tune. Well, it was on, you know, I was off school. I had to go to the dentist or something. And anyway, the television in England then was just awful. You know, there was it, there was one channel and it was on, it came on at noon and it went off again at uh, 12.30. And then it came on again at about three uh, and it was called Watch With Mother or something. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> And then they said, and now we're going to have an interlude, because they were very posh, the people on the road. And in this interlude, there's a young chap from America with a new pop song. And he's called Little Richard. And the change thing, and here was this handsome young black man, hair pushed back, this immaculate jacket on, a little moustache, you know, the tie, he just looked like nothing I'd seen before, and he just burst in the, 
and my jaw, everything dropped, you know. Uh, my jaw went south and everything else went north. I couldn't believe how brilliant this was. I mean, it really was a revelation. And I said, I want to sing like that. It was right up there. It was exciting. It was just... And uh, he was exciting too, you know. And, and of course, I hadn't heard music like that before in my life. I didn't know it existed. Just the boring stuff you would hear on the BBC, you know. And... Uh, you know, it was just a defining moment for me in my life, uh, you know, and I couldn't go and buy the record yet. We couldn't afford it. People didn't have a record player. Um, you know, so it was not until I heard it playing from a woman's house and I banged on the window and I said, could you play it again, please? <laughs> she, said, <laughs> she said, you cheeky little bugger. Okay, then come on. So she opened the window and put it on again. And she came outside and started doing the hand jive and taught me how to do the hand jive. And I'll never forget her. What a lovely lady. Was. So oh. when I got to it again. That's so awesome. What a great story. My God. Yeah. Brian, how special was it to, you know, have to leave the band due to the, the hearing loss and then to return triumphantly? in 2020 how special was that for you my friend uh, it was more than special you know it was you know i was 69 or something when i had to give up you know and i thought hey listen you, you shouldn't complain who else goes this long and, and, this, and but it, i think it was the suddenness of it i mean it wasn't gradual i mean it just hit me uh after a gig and it, the whole operation it's all in the book the whole the horrible thing that I had to go through with operations and everything and, but to uh, to get it right again through you know Mr. Ambrose who designed these new uh, earpieces and I worked with him for three years Stephen and uh, to get back uh, with the boys in the studio and do an album, uh, I can't tell you. And it was such a good album too, you know, uh, Power Up, I was so proud of it. And then to rehearse again with the boys in Holland, and we were all ready to rock, you know, to go out, it would rehearse for about three weeks, and then the pandemic hit. I mean, talk about bum luck. It was, uh, it was horrible. And there we were, ready to rock. So, you know, that's just the way things go. Well, and um, when you really come down to it, you really are a choir boy at heart, right? <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> you know, me, me, me mother was Catholic, but me father was C of E, or, you know, Protestant or whatever. And so we, we, we were confused, to say the least. <laughs> and I was a choir boy uh, in the Catholic choir because, uh, you know, they paid your money. You got one shillings and sixpence to sing on Sunday morning. And, of course, I first went to the Catholic Mass and I thought, poor oh, boy, these guys, are, you know, that was all kinds of shit. 
shiny clothes on and then this guy walked around and he was throwing water on people and then had a smoke machine, you know, with the chain and all the smoke. It was, I thought it was very entertaining, you know. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. And then at the end of the mass, the priest came up and he got some crackers and wine out and shared it with everybody. This was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> in, in closing, Brian, I, I, know, I was I was only an eleven-year-old, and I'm thinking. And at the end of it, the only thing that disappointed me was the fact nobody gave him a round of applause. I thought he'd done very well. <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing. They just walked out. <laughs> so. oh, Brian, in, in closing, how important is having a sense of humor being in the business that you're in? Oh, I think it's. Uh, I think it, 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 you have to have one. It, it, it's, it, if you don't, I've seen people who don't have a sense of humour at all, and the, the, the very sad and lonely. And I don't mean that about that. You just, you know, you've got to laugh at yourself. You've got to laugh at this business. You have to because it's. Andy, the whole thing, you know, you're singing and having, you know, having that talent to be a good, you know, guitarist or singer or drummer and everything, but you've got to laugh. The tension is uh, always good. You know, we've lost Taylor Hawkins. What a lovely, lovely man. He was, that's why everybody loved him. He, he had a wonderful sense of humor and friendly and always willing to laugh and, you know, so, yes, I, I, I would say a bit of sense of humor is, is very important. Oh. Uh, you know, especially on long tours, you know, when things like that, it, it, because there's a lot of boring traveling goes on, you know? Yes. So you have to just have a sense of humor about it all. Oh. Well, thank you for the sense of humor. Thank you for the joy of the music, Brian. Congratulations yeah. on the lives of Brian. And I'm so grateful that you are on my podcast. Well, thank you very much there, Buzz. You take care and a festive season greetings to everybody. Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. 
in recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.